Welcome, everybody. This is Mario from Barberview TV Podcast. We are now live on Amazon Fire TV, Roku, Apple TV, YouTube, and also today we just got published on the Apple app. So if you got an Apple phone, who doesn't have one? Put Barberview TV, search for the app, download it, and also Android. No excuses. Don't want to hear it unless you got an old flip phone, which don't take any apps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so outside of that, we're being joined by 26 countries all over the world to check out this barber culture. Also, follow us on all social media platforms and make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you download your favorite podcast, including Apple Podcasts, iHeartMedia, Tuned In. We got it all covered. All corners are covered. And once again, thank you guys for all of your supports and your shout outs. I'm joined here by a special guest. Met her at the first annual Burtonsville Expo that was in Maryland a couple weeks ago. Um, first time competing. She came. She took home the hardware. She wasn't even playing. She was like, I don't care who's in the way. I got this. Joining us from Norfolk, Virginia, Lex Barber. What's up? How you doing, girl? How you doing? I'm good, Mr. Mario. How you feeling today? <laughs> good stuff, man. I'm glad to have you on the show. You know what's funny? You're, our, you're my first female barber guest that's on the show. So that's mm -hmm. awesome. So we get to we get to get get into all the details. <laughs> get into all the details. No, I'm kidding. But um, other than that, yeah, just shouts out and congratulations. You um, you definitely came in, um, and and we'll get into that conversation a little bit later. And uh, I'm I'm glad you showed up because as you could see, like once you dream it and think it, it's gonna happen. And competing for the first time and doing your thing. That's awesome. So I'll start with the question I ask everyone on the show. Uh, what got you into barbering? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, Mr. Mario, I used to draw. You used to draw? So, yes. I, oh, yeah. I used to. Well, for me, I didn't think that art would really take me far in my adulthood. You know, I didn't think I felt like I would be a starving artist if I took that route. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of weighed certain things out. Um, my mom was always doing my hair and my dad's hair when he had it. So I kind of learned how to do hair over time when she stopped doing mine. Mm -hmm. My mom can draw as well. And a bunch of my family members can draw. So I kind of picked that up. Mm -hmm. But I also had to deal with my hair a lot of the time as well. So I kind of put things on the scale um, and went with was the most profitable, if that makes sense. It does make sense because, you know, um, and it's tough, right? I mean, when you're in it, when you're coming up and you're like, I, I want to do something that makes me happy, but I also got to do something that'll, that'll pay the bills, you know what I'm saying? And not, and you get to that road and you're like, wow. And then here's barbering. So at the time you decided, since you had the artistic piece, you had a need to be able to, you know, be able to serve yourself, do hair and stuff like that. Kind of walk me through what, what put the clippers into your hand. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Okay, so <laughs> what if I told you, Mr. Mario, I was going to actually attempt to get a job at McDonald's before I started working in the barbershop? I worked at McDonald's, too, when I was in, in high school. <laughs> But look, but look, but look, this is the thing, though. This is the thing. You know, how we see those videos all the time where people are going crazy at the drive through window. And I'm yeah. like, can I see myself dealing with that every day, every mm -hmm. other day? No, I did not want that to be me. So 
before I went inside the McDonald's, I'll tell you, because when I moved to Norfolk, um, I moved here with a friend. That's a story for another day. Um, but I was looking for jobs and I went into great clips and they pretty much told me that I needed to learn how to do a clipper cut first before I could mm -hmm. work for them. And I took cosmetology when I was in high school. So that was one thing. But I mean, at the end of the year, the only thing we do is shave the mannequin. That's not really the experience that I was, you know, that wasn't the experience. That's we had to teach our teacher how to braid, you know, yeah. so she was teaching us things and we were teaching her things as well. But that's cosmetology. All I know is they told me that I needed to learn how to do a clipper cut. And I went on my way and I'm still job searching. And that's how I ended up in the McDonald's. And I just looked around. And I'm just, nope, can't do it. Walked out. <laughs> yep, couldn't do it. Walked out. And look, I swear to God, Mr. Mario, because I didn't know the area. I'm new in Norfolk, but I knew I had to get myself together. So um, I come out the door and directly across the street is a barbershop. Yeah. And so I go over there. I go over there and I talk to the boss. And uh, long story short, the question he ends up asking me is, do you want to be a cosmetologist or do you want to be a barber? Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, dang, I never really thought about that. And I was like, well, shoot, I've never been a barber before. Let me try that. Mm -hmm. And in five months, like, I had already knew that I didn't want to go through the process of going to the traditional trade school because I did that in high school, mm -hmm. you know, but I didn't have the time, the energy. I mean, even though it was $700 for the class, I didn't want to sit in the class for two years, going to school two nights out of the week. I wanted to gain my experience on the floor. So that's how I ended up saying yes to my boss, my current boss. I've been at his barbershop for seven years outside of uh, working from home. But um, so there's a apprenticeship program in Virginia. Is is that what I'm hearing? That that's the route you went was the apprenticeship or? Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, because, you know, it's funny, like some states and, and shame on all the states that don't have apprenticeship programs. Um, like in Colorado, there's no apprenticeship program. So it sucks because as a barber, you want to get it in, right? But you're not practicing on like real people and you have to find ways to to get that practice. To your point, when you went to the cosmetology to, um, to where you was doing mannequins based on the things that you knew from your culture, you was teaching other people. And that's just such a big gap, right? So I just wanted to point that out. So and, man uh, if, Excuse me, this yeah. is not a race thing, but she was a white lady. So yeah. the, the braiding section part, like, we were teaching her and that mannequin here, the stitching, like the, it's, it's just not the same. It's not. Yeah. Cause like what's going on now in the world is you have people from the cosmetology world that's actually losing customers to the man who doesn't want clip. They want like a tight fade. Right. So you're having that, that crossover effect right now. Then you have guys that's trying to learn more sheer work because a lot of people like their hair longer. So it's it's like we're all just one big <laughs> mess. Uh -huh. Well, not a mess, but like a conglomerate right now. So, man, uh -huh. so that, that that's a very in interesting story. So seven years. Um, tell me about, um, well, obviously you like it, but tell us when did you feel comfortable about being a barber? 
at what point were you comfortable? And, you know, t- tell us how some of the initial clients that you never met interacted with you to kind of earn their trust to be like, look, don't judge a book by its cover. I'd be putting down those tight cuts. <laughs> okay. So I want to say after the fifth month, five months in, I was already, I, okay. Fading to me is almost like shading with a pencil. Oh. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So I kind of, I'm like, okay, the less hair you take off, the lighter you want to be on the clippers. If you got a pencil, the the line is going to be darker the harder you go in with it. So it's, mm-hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I kind of like... It's similar. Used a lot of, yeah, I used a lot of common sense when it came to art. I'm like, okay, I love shading and blending. How can I make sure that I don't, you know, mess somebody up? And then, like you said earlier, Bills was on the line. So <laughs> it was like, hey. And for two years, Mr. Mario's secret. Look, I'm, don't tell nobody else. Though, right? Look. <laughs> I did not want to use a straight razor for the first, I want to say, year and a half Why? of my career. Why? I was scared. I was scared. I thought I was going to cut somebody. You seen the color purple? <laughs> See? I, thought, look, look, I thought I was going to cut somebody. So, you know, yeah. being intimidated by that, already I'm four foot eight. You seen me. I'm little. I'm 27 years old, and people still think that I'm a child. Kids look at me and they're like, man, who is that kid cutting there? But <laughs> so, yeah, I do have to overcompensate as a lady barber, you know, to earn that trust. I have to stay on top of trains, you know, like when somebody asks me for something, I almost can't tell them no, no matter what it is. The only thing I turn away is weaves. Yep. That's, that's you know, the only, I, the only reason I turn away dyes, Mr. Mario, is because they don't be getting their hair washed. Oh, so it's more of a, uh, it's more of, of, of a hygienic thing for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? And that's, a, you know, it, it's like you said, it's a melting pot. It's a lot. You know, I was, I never saw myself as a barber. I didn't know I was going to be a barber. I didn't think I would be a barber. I got comfortable after the fifth month. I understood my bills were on the line. And, you know, shortly into my career, I lost my mom. So not having that support, support. system, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had to go harder because I had to ask myself, what would she want me to do? Mm-hmm. You know, what would she want me to do? And I just had to go hard. Like, my I'm my dad's only child. And his first time seeing me cut hair, he literally cried because he didn't know I was that sweet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, you bring up a good point about how females, you know, and it's all about this diversity and just equity into the business, right? Um, You shouldn't have to, it's funny the way I look at it, right? So I honestly believe that a person would rather, if say there was was two guys, say there was one customer walks into a barbershop. There's you and there's a barber, a male barber, right? Knowing that you're super nice and knowing that 
he's more comfortable with going with the male barber, despite him being crappy, do you know he would probably 10 times out of 10 go to that other person? Not to understand. And, and so to me, that just shows you how far we are from all of this diversity stuff. I mean, it's funny. Shout out to Tyreek Jackson. Um, just spoke with him yesterday. And um, as I told you, I'm putting out a documentary called The Lady Barber. To me, the lady part should go away, but it's specifically driving a point home about just the diversity of it. He said, Mario, when you get your license, it doesn't say female barber license. It says barber <laughs> license. <laughs> so just that statement alone just shows you how things go this way. And shout out to the Birdsville, Maryland uh, Expo. There was no segregation. Oh, this is the Lady Barber contest. But then, exactly, but like, it's almost like you guys say have to prove yourself. Tell me how, is does that mentally exhaust you to where you always got to show up 125 plus percent for you to kind of earn your respect in the game? Mr. Mario, you eat me up. You eat me up, you want to know what? Because I'm mentally exhausted right now. Mm -hmm. I don't express it. I don't know if you've seen my content. I, you know, I'm gonna always take the good with the bad, mm -hmm. always. Because I have now figured out that people gonna be who they are regardless. Absolutely. It's nothing you can do about it. It's nothing I can do about it. You know, so playing that why game, trying to figure out why people act the way they act. Nope. Not about to do it. You're not about to stress me out. Nope. That's crazy. Yeah. So like, uh, but I mean, but it, it shows a testament to your story and where you're at right now and in your grind and also how you're willing to take a chance on yourself. So I definitely commend and, and honor you for that. I think a lot of people uh, need to really show that. And in October, I got a special uh thing that I'm putting out. I'm going to wait until September to announce it, but it's going to be specifically for the barbers that's female, not the female barber. You notice what I said right there. So to me, it's awesome. So so tell me about uh, some of the clientele in Norfolk. Like I lived in Norfolk before back in 2003 to 2006 when I was in the military out there. Shouts out to the Hampton Roads area, Virginia Beach, P-Town, uh, Bad News as they call it, not Newport News, but Bad News. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's funny because somebody uh, had, look, we were at a hotel and somebody um had noticed our tags and he was like, oh yeah, I'm from VA too. Yeah. And then he was like, bad news. And my boyfriend was looking at him like, huh? I'm, he was like, bad news. He was like, what is that? I was like, you never... And he was born in Norfolk. I'm like, oh, yeah. po po child, po child. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. So just, uh, just tell us a little bit about the mix of, of of the clientele there, and what are people in that area getting? Like, what what's like the vibe out there right now? All right, Mister Mario. Look, I don't come from a whole lot, so like I told you, I'm not gonna let nobody stress me out. So I'm gonna keep it real. I love my clients. They know I will go to the moon and back for them. Like my entire setup that I got, my den right here, I built for them. Mm -hmm. Like when I leave the shop, I come home and I take care of them. But you know what, Mr. Mario, I done spoiled my clients. I can't speak for everybody else's clients. <laughs> I can speak for mine though. They writing, 
but I love them. <laughs> they done made me who I am, you know, but I'm going through a situation where I'm, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but July 1st is actually supposed to be National Raise Your Prices Day for barbers. I didn't know, but I raised my <laughs> prices on July. Look, look, I was on, look, I didn't even know. They my, Look, my folks is mad at me right now. They mad at me. Look, you been coming to my home. I've been working at the shop. On time, consistent, right? On time, consistent. I'm mm -hmm. braiding your hair. I'm dealing with your kids. You're kicking back in my sofa. <laughs> You're bringing your women. You know, we all got our little vices. Bring that too. Just be mindful. Don't bring nobody to my house that you wouldn't bring to yours. I got basic rules, yep. you know? But now that I've given them all of that for $25, all these years, yeah, $25 and under, they mad at me because I didn't went up on my prices. But So, yeah. go ahead. No, but like, to your point, every year, gas go up, rent goes up, food goes up, but we can't go up. And that's not, I mean, I can tell you right now, um... You're doing a good thing because those customers that don't value your time, you're going to lose them because you was going to lose them anyway. But you're going to gain more people that respect the price that you're at right now. You got seven. You're a seven year vet. You've been honing your skills, training. I can't get compensated for that. Something's wrong with that. No. And, and, and people need to yeah. understand that. <laughs> Mr. Mario, I can show you text messages right now. That's why. What they look in the future, I hope every last one of them see this. Yep. Because it, it comes a time where enough is enough. You know, don't get me wrong, I understand the customer is always right, but you don't know what I go through on the downtime. I'm keeping it real with you, Mr. Mario, because you know how it is. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I don't go back and forth with them like this, because I'm not. First of all, I'm grown just like you grown. You pay bills just like I pay bills, but I don't respect you just like you gonna respect me or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I'm not door. gonna make you feel you know, and I'm not gonna make you feel no type of way for I told all of my customers customers individually. Individually, and it's about I can grab a piece of paper right now, write down all forty five of the people that I know for sure that plucks my nerves every two weeks to a month. <laughs> And like I said, I love them dearly. But, you know, the only thing I asked them to do was to separate themselves from everybody else when I decided to use Booksy. And the reason being, Mr. Mario, because a young man scammed me for a haircut. Really? Wow. He, how do you do that? <laughs> he put on a little look. He put on a whole show just to rip me off for 22 bucks. That's ridiculous. I have been in this game long enough. My clients know I will get you the shirt off my back if you need it and a free haircut too. Yep, that's... My client had dinner with me, so, you know, he didn't know me that well. He was a walk-in. That's why he felt like he could... Hustle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's sad. But he did it with a... Look, Mr. Mario, he did it with a broke phone. Like, he put on a whole front, like he was talking to the person that was going to bring me my money. <laughs> look, the phone didn't work. <laughs> look and he thought he was getting me because it was a little iphone he, he knew i seen the apple and 
He thought, you know, he could pull a fast one on me. He left out a couple times trying to take his heated conversation out. Mm. And by the third time he left out, he didn't come back. I still got the phone, too, as a reminder of what not to do no more. Because, again, enough is enough. Yeah, for sure. And 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 people need to understand, your time is so valuable. And, um, and we have a, you know, shout out to all the de- developers that are developing these apps to not only be um to block in your time but also to protect against no shows and scammers um that way your bread is locked in its own time and shouts out to to booksy by the way i think that's an awesome story but it just also shows a level, level of respect but when you raise your prices you raise the level of customers those that are going to stay are going to stay so um definitely i think in in um in um denver we're charging like 40 50 60 and we've went went up in price like four times, but everything is going up. So that makes sense to me. So don't I mean, if no one could respect you as a as a professional, but 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 they'll have the J's, they'll have the nice polo and and they'll be the bottle. Yep. And and they will be at the club in the VIP buying the bottle. But you're the one that's providing the image for them to be in that position, right? So they need to respect that. You feel me? Yep. And I told every last one of them individually, like, I know I'm at risk of losing 50% of y'all. No, you're not going to lose 50%. You may lose like 10 to 15. Look, 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 Mr. Mario, it was a test. (laughs) It was a test. Because I I know they're going to try me, and they have. I have a list of bad apples. See, they they don't know this, but they're going to find out when they see this. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. It don't matter if you mess up on Booksy. When you mess up with me, I'm making note of it from now on because, again, it's that level of respect. Absolutely. You demand respect from me and me to spend my money on the best stuff, you know. The best tools, the, like, the time, all that for sure. Website the whole nine, right? Yeah, I mean it's crazy, right? Come on, I, I built this a secondary home. Like the whole time during quarantine, while all the barbershops were set, shut down, I was still open. Yeah, never shut down. So yeah, never slowed down. So 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 tell us a little bit about that that pandemic because every barbershop has their story about what took place. I mean, in California, people who didn't have the opportunity to have a, a home set up. I was talking to sh- shout out to my man, LJ clips in LA. He was like, dude, I had a, I had an SUV. I set up like once a week. I had a chair. I put the back, the SUV up and I was cutting and I was just doing my thing. Bills still had to get paid, but tell us about your, your pandemic experience. Oh, my pandemic experience. It was smooth. I, I'm not going to say no names, but I had people literally tell me that I wouldn't be able to prevail by building my own home setup. Look at you now. Now. <laughs> and it's funny, Mr. Mario, because when they said it, it was months before the pandemic happened. So nobody knew nothing was going on. Nothing was going on. Mm-hmm. We didn't know nothing about none of that. So you had put that out into the universe. I already made my mind up. You know what I'm saying? Because the apartment that I moved in, I moved in for the structure so I could build it so that I could never be fired. That's all it came down to. 
I'm not ever going to lose a job ever again is what I told myself. Yeah. Regardless of whether I'm in a barbershop or working a nine to five, I'm going to have something to come home to regardless because I'm just way too creative. That's how I get, that's, that's me. I have to do something at all times or I don't feel like um, giving back. Yeah, for sure. Plus, you know, like, um, and and we'll talk about the the expo here in a second. But um, it it just goes to every, everything was bringing you up to this point. Your artistic ability, your ability. I'm telling you, y'all, those those fades are clean. I'm telling you, that's why she brought home the hardware. You know what I'm saying? Which we're gonna get into right now. So you find out about the expo, right? You yeah. tell me about the decision to come up, being that you haven't competed. Walk me through kind of those conversations, because I know you was kind of conversating with some people close to you, like, I don't know if I should do this or that, but just kind of give us a little sneak peek behind your decision making. I, I told my boss because I needed him to know where I was going, because he's protective over me like that. He wanted to make sure that I'm all right. So. I told him and my coworker, but as far as everybody else, I didn't want to talk myself out of yeah. it. See, and we do a lot of that. We'll catch euphoria from saying we're going to do something, telling everybody we're going to do something. And then when it comes time to do it, you done burnt all your energy <laughs> out talking about it. So. Oh, it no, not me. me. No, <laughs> not me. Uh-uh. Think I about what, time it was. what I wanted Look, to do. Miss Mario, I'm now. Nice. It took me a split second. I want to be careful about what I'm about to say because what I'm about to say could literally make or break our conversation and what people think about me and Barbara's all together. But I'm going to say this. I've been shooting to get my barber's license for seven years. Mm -hmm. No success. Wow. No success. I done put myself through school twice. Reason being because Department of Labor got a lot of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. I didn't call them. I've been playing this ping pong phone game. For seven years. Wow. That's crazy. I've maxed out credit cards paying for school. For barbering. I didn't stay in the same spot for seven years to make sure that I don't leave what I started unfinished. Yep. I'm not going to leave Norfolk until I have my papers. Yeah. But I'm going to say this. I was under the impression that I could not compete not being a licensed barber. Wow. I've been I've been wanting to compete for years. Mm. But because I was under the impression that that was everything, I put myself in a box. I see. So over the last since last August, I've been studying and prepping for the test to take before my birthday that just passed on May the 12th. The goal was to have the test taken and I have the score by my birthday. It's either you pass or you fail. Which is it? That's going to be my birthday mm-hmm. That was the plan. Mr. Mario, I called to try to apply to take the test. Nobody answering the phone. 
So you know what I did? I said, hmm, this, this, my boss been calling, you know, we, nobody's answering the phone. Why? I don't know. But I'm looking at it like if I'm having this problem, what about everybody else that are in school? Forget me. It, it's other people that that's in, you know, adult training right now that's going to need their license right now mm-hmm. and can't get in touch with nobody. So I started calling around. I started sending out some emails looking for barber competitions and I started asking questions. Because I'm like, it's no way that I'm the only barber on the planet that can't compete because I don't have a license. I'm not buying that it's people that has not competed simply because they did not have their license. I'm banking on the fact that I know that people have competed and didn't have their license. Mm -hmm. That's what I was banking on. So I started asking a couple questions. But with my background and with everything that I've built up, speaking to people, understanding how people work, being not only a barber, but just a a helping hand and a listening ear. You know, because we're not just barbers. We everything. We everything. Especially when, you know, when people got their different problems. We got to... You're a counselor, priest, all that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I just taught a little boy earlier today sticks and stones because he said he was going to beat the little boy up. I told him, I'm like, well, you you keep moving. You're going to mess your edge up up and be bald and the kids is going to laugh at you. He said, look, he said he said he was going to tell the principal. Then he said that he was going to beat him up. So I had to teach him sticks and stones. I said, if you if you understand that people talking trash to you is not going to you still gonna be bald headed, so you gonna bust you up. <laughs> still be bald headed. When we can avoid all this right now, if you just sit still. That's awesome. Hey, so like, you yeah. Know? So you you find it about the show. You're locked in, right? You're uh, you're you're locked into the show. You mm-hmm. come up to Maryland. You see the vibe. All the barbers. Tell me what's going on through your head because I spoke with you after the competition. We'll get into that later. But what's going on when you pull up and you see like everyone like it is game time. It's it's happening, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Look, I was nervous. I was I was nervous, but I, I just knew I couldn't count myself out. Like I knew that. I mean, at the end of the day, we all shooting for the same goal. It don't matter what type of tools we got, how many different clients we have, the influence we have on social media, none of that. We all shooting for the same goal. Like, we still got to figure out if every dollar has a name at the end of the day. Like, everybody else still get a check. We Mm -hmm. don't. We still got to make sure that we wake up every day to do what we need to do. So the fact that I was around a bunch of people that can relate to that, I was already at That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So, um, you know, and and for those who want to check out, we do have the uh, on Barberview TV live stream. We actually have that expo streaming on all of our platforms. Uh, You could check out Lex over there and see her put down her thing, you know what I'm saying, about her winning cuts and um, for sure. So please check that out. So uh, you put down the cut, you're on the clock, you're looking at um, 
you're the the it's over. Tell me what's going on through your mind after after you performed and you put down a super clean, not only like a cut, but also like a dope freestyle design. Tell us about that that's going on in your mind. I was wishing I should have entered for the fastest <laughs> thing. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, then when I saw everything, I realized that um, all the chairs was taken. And I was like, okay, it, things is working out the way they're supposed yeah, to work sure. out. Don't, don't, don't. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to do that to myself. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. You know, I, I did what I said that I was going to do. Um. I, I told myself I was going to get one of those trophies, though. I ain't going to lie, Mr. Mario. I wanted one real bad. <laughs> I did. I wanted one real bad. Like, I was like, look, I got to treat this like the barber exam. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That one that I've been waiting on all these years that I can't take for whatever reason. I had to treat this like my barber exam. So, like, yeah. I just had to. So, so you felt like home. You felt like you was amongst your, your all of your peers, right? Um, then you do the tag team competition with uh, Elaine. Shouts out to Lovely yeah. Lane Five, which I'll be uh, talking to as well. Kind of tell me what it felt like doing a doing a doing a tag team cut on someone, not understanding how they approach things. Like how difficult was that? Kind of walk us through that, please. Mr. Mario, I'm gonna be honest. It it was different, but it wasn't difficult because I don't know, girls, we just got this thing where it's like, I don't know if guys got this thing, but we girls, we can look at each other and already know like what's like going non, on. So when I nonverbal communication. Girl, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, it's showtime. What we gonna do? <laughs> we, we, we ladies, what we gonna do? We gonna represent a what? I love it. You know, and we didn't have to really do too much. We was just, I don't know. It was so smooth. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. It was tight. I, I yeah. liked it. I liked tag teaming with, with Elaine. That was fun. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Like, I never did that. Like, yeah, it was, it was different, but... We didn't miss a beat. Like, if she needed something, cool. If I needed something, you know, she making sure, hey, what you need? Like, she did her thing. I won't bother her. She let me do my thing. She won't bother me. And then when it was time to go in, it's like, all right, what is what we got to do? Yeah. So, you know. And not to mention, at the end of the day, you know, uh, you had the OG that was in the chair, and he was, like, smiling in the ear. And I'm like, oh, you, you guys just... Yo, he's going to the. He went to the club that night, no doubt. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, yo, I got a fresh one. It's going down. I'm about to pull up in the caddy and shut it down. VIP, all that. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but it was cool. So I did not know what I was even going to do on him. Yeah, but that, but but that speaks to your background of an artist. When you have a blank sheet of paper, you just create, right? And you kind of freestyle, yeah. and and that's shown. And the freestyle does design it also. That helped you, um, you and Elaine, bring home that 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 tag team um, trophy as well. So so now your barbers could say, "Yo, I am a award winning barber. The prices are going up again." 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Going up next year, same round, the same time. <laughs> no, but you know, I understand that uh, in certain, I don't want to say environments, but you definitely have to be mindful of where you are. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, I can't be in a super low income environment and expect luxury barber prices and you know because i mean we already having a tough time living like i pay more booth rent than anything but i'm cool with that because again i work my magic outside of the barbershop i you know i just make everything work but you know of course. I mean, that, yeah. that that's what you do. You're, you're, you know, you just get it done. You know what I'm saying? So that's awesome. Uh, tell us a little bit about your future. I know you said that you're trying to get everything locked in with like with, with the state and get all that nice and tight. What else is on your plans? Oh, uh, attacking more barber shows. I really want to do that to kind of like build my stamina. Um, my mother was afraid to travel, so I kind of took that on uh, with me. So, I'm, yeah, I'm breaking out of that wholeheartedly. I, the last two years, I've been attending different conventions and stuff like that. So now I want to make barber competitions like a thing of mine because I don't vacate. I don't go on vacations or nothing yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. So I would rather, you know, attend stuff like that than to just... I don't know. Be spending my money. Well, check it out. You're just your luck. August 7th, Barberview TV is going to be at the Baltimore Barber Expo August 7th. Yo, you should pull up. It's right th- it's right up the street. I can't say down the street cuz you're you're south of Maryland, but it's it's right there for the taking. So check it out. Uh hosted by Jay Majors. Um check it out. I think it's going to be dope. Um you know what I'm saying? So that so that's awesome. I definitely look forward. It sounds like you got an amazing, bright future. And I'm very excited just based on, on your energy, what I saw. Just you're willing to take that risk by through all odds and make it happen. Uh, in closing, tell us where we could reach you to get that nice, fresh cut if we're in a Norfolk area. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and give us all your social media platforms and how do I book you if I wanted to cut? All right, so my social media platforms, I'm going to be honest, you can, y'all can reach out to me on Facebook, but I really don't. <laughs> Fine, Alexis Pierce is my Facebook, um, and that's E-L-E-X-U-S. Lexis like the car, but with the mm-hmm. E in front. Pierce, like Pierce your ear, and then my Instagram is Lex the Barber, and that's L-E-X-T-H-E. B A R B U H, and I have book buttons so you can uh just click the book buttons on my social media if you want to um you know book an appointment with me. Uh, the location is thirty six seventy six Sewers Point Road, Norfolk, Virginia. We in the seven five seven. Yep, yep. Um, my I think my WhatsApp number it and all that stuff is up there if y'all want to reach out to me directly. Um. Yeah, just connect with me if y'all need it. That sounds good. Yo, thank you so much for joining the show. It was an honor. 
Um, definitely look forward. I'm, I'm checking for you all the time to see where you're at. I hope I see you in Baltimore if the timing works out. I know uh, sometimes timing may not work out, but it would be awesome to see you go there and just do what you do. And that's just demolish. You know what I'm saying? So so that works for us. Yo, Lex the Barber, Barberview TV. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace out. <laughs>